what up what up what up randall oh you know what's up bro oh yeah how you doing today uh better now i Good. just took a little sippy poo of the old drink hell yeah what are you drinking uh some whiskey i'm native american so i gotta drink whiskey is that what native americans drink i think so I was honestly thinking today, like I was pumping gas and I was just like thinking about, do you ever have people say like weird racial stuff, but they're not like trying to be racist, but they totally are? Well, yeah, I have. Did that happen? What I was thinking about today, I had a lady one time. She's like, you're Native American? I was like, yeah. She's like, I did not put that together. I I really didn't think you were Native American because you're not fat enough. And I was just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I bet one you get all the time is like, do you like tacos? You get Why would you there? assume that's one that I get all the time? Because uh, people are weird. Because I'm brown. And people just want to like relate to you. So they're just like, no. hey, tacos and burritos are good. No, you know what I get? I get a lot lately. Um, people asking me what kind of meat they should use for tacos. <laughs> and uh, I just tell them anything, just get anything, really. And then um, there it, there are taco trucks and like taco stands here, but a lot of them are in the ghetto or in not so great areas and so excuse my language but white people are afraid to go to various places around here with good food so they try and make their own stuff and I always get asked what would you use for tacos if I want to get street taco tacos what kind of meat do I use fucking anything what the hell I don't give a shit (laughs) but that's what I do get a lot Actually, the other day, I was at the grocery store getting some stuff to make fajitas. And um, I was at a grocery store where I know some people that work there. And uh, some guy that works in their seafood department goes, that's not stuff to make tacos. (laughs) I was like, nope, these are fajitas, you fucker. But that's the one I get a lot, but what I also you... get uh, mistaken for Arabic. So, oh, you do. That's that one's kind of interesting. Do you think it's your last name? It could be actually. Um, a little bit ago, I had an individual that was asking for halal stuff. Yeah, and. Up until that point, I had no idea what halal was, right? So I go, what's halal? I have no idea. Mm -hmm. And he looked at me and he's like, you don't know what halal is? It's like, no, (laughs) am I supposed to? And and he goes, you should know what it is. You look like you would know what it is. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Asshole? (laughs) At least now I know, but fuck. What do you do with your fajitas? Is it just like peppers, onions, and steak? You seem like a steak guy. 
Actually, I'm more of a shrimp fajita kind of guy. Oh, okay. Um, it, I, it depends, but I like shrimp more just because it. To me, I like a zesty, zesty taste. And if I'm I'm cooking red meat, I prefer more bold, peppery taste. And with fajitas, I'm not a fan of that. Oh, okay. So I stick with either chicken or shrimp. Awesome. Nothing special with them, though. Just your plain old peppers, onion, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. When you say a little bit of this and a little bit of that, you're not saying, like, cum or anything. Nothing weird, right? No, my wife isn't listening, so I can tell you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. It's just my own spices. Nothing crazy like cocaine or... When you say your own spices, uh-huh. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Definitely not. It's a stupid uh, joke. THC oil. Definitely not that. I was watching uh, a show on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave. And they have a sketch where he's in a haunted house. Uh-huh. And he was actually asking questions to the guy like that I think sounds like something we would cover on our show Mm -hmm. he was just like so do the ghosts ever jump out and just start coming everywhere or whatever (laughs) (laughs) so that's a good time if you get a chance to if you like sketch comedy that guy's super awkward and super funny tim robinson is his name what's the show called i think you should leave i'm gonna watch that and yeah, I, I like a lot from the first season, but the second season, he gets a little more vulgar and a lot more weird, okay. which is what I like. I like weird comedy. I think it's great. In fact, Aaron's the one who got me to watch it because he's just like, this guy has your sense of humor. This guy is so you. So go watch this show. And I watched it and I'm like, yeah, this is definitely my sense of humor for sure but enough sucking the old dick of myself saying yeah i I basically have the sense of humor of a famous comedian because he really is he's so funny so it's named uh tim robinson he started out i believe as a writer on saturday night live and now he has his own show on netflix And from what he said, he uses a lot of the sketches that were rejected from Saturday Night Live. Oh, shit. And in my opinion, they're funnier than anything that's been on Saturday Night Live for years. So I just Google them and I know I've seen them a few times. Yeah, he's super funny. So we wanted to dip back into the old Bermuda Triangle. Yes, sir. Is there anything you wanted to? So I'm kind of torn on the Bermuda Triangle now because I lately I've been reading stuff that is more so saying the Bermuda Triangle is nothing but a piece of ocean. Nothing bad ever happens. Everything's just a myth or um, there isn't really crazy shit going on there. And so it, I'm kind of trying to figure out 
you know what what really is this this fucking bermuda triangle is it for real some crazy ass place where monsters and shipwrecks and all this bullshit happen or what the fuck's going on and um i know i keep seeing stuff about plane crashes and plane disappearances way back in like the mid mid 1950s through the 70s um and more more so the disappearance of flight 19 these were five planes um known as flight 19 and they were never found there was never wreck a wreckage found there was never any trace of them um and there were 14 bodies amongst those five planes and none of them were ever recovered no one knows what happened to them um after flight 19 there was another um they called it a PBM Mariner flying boat. And it, it's searching for missing planes and then didn't find shit, obviously, but it lost contact. Um, as soon as it went out to find some, some of these fuckers, it also disappeared off the face of the earth. But almost, not instant, but three minutes after it took off, disappeared. No word from them, nothing. No one's ever heard from them ever again. And 13 people there disappeared. But there's like no, no one ever found bodies or nothing. So that was on a boat that went yeah, searching that for them? Yeah. So, th- so I read shit like that and I'm like, well, fuck, bro, what the hell? There's so much, just a bunch of shit. mainly losses right a lot of of people flying out there and then all of a sudden they their electronics go funky or um they lose sense of direction somehow or they get sucked in um i know i read somewhere where that general area is um the weather can get pretty bad pretty rapidly um and there's like these clouds that form like 65 mile per hour winds that can totally just fuck up an airplane and just cause them to lose all control. And then that's how a lot of accidents happen or crashes happen. Um, not, it's obviously not, um, not safe back in the day, but now there, I can't find nothing new, nothing, you know, airplanes, from what I read last time, they it's up to the pilot's discretion whether or not they choose to avoid the area, but it's more or less a myth amongst pilots, right? And it's almost like the same thought of hospitals um, in their operating rooms, they skip the number 13. So you have ORs, for example, at a hospital I used to work at, there were 14 operating rooms, um, but they skip OR 13. So it goes one through 12, skips 13, and then goes straight to 14. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. And now, not to get off track here a little bit, but in the the room 
quote unquote that was should would have been OR thirteen. It was a room in between um, twelve and fourteen, and it was more or less for a storage. A lot of crazy shit happened there, Randy. That I would hear a lot of crazy shit. Other people that used to work there would would hear shit there and kind of see stuff. So kind of weird, but yeah, that is super weird. Like I can't believe like because hospitals seem like so. I don't I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but they seem. It doesn't seem like they would be superstitious about it. Right. They are big time. No one even says room 13. No one brings up the number 13. That's just that's just a superstition that um, hospitals do. So I'm looking up some uh, facts on 13. Um, says uh, Judas in the Bible was the 13 guests to arrive at the Last Supper. Hmm. So, and he betrayed Jesus. So maybe that's what makes it so uh so evil freaking judas i'm gonna stop it there i'm not gonna say no more that's all i'm gonna say why i'm afraid it's gonna come down on me shout out to jesus shout out to jesus if you're listening you know thanks for everything you do for people that believe in you heck yeah man um so yeah, I I did also research flight 19. I almost didn't uh I almost didn't uh talk about it just cuz it seemed like it was the the most popular by far. Like I remember seeing it on Unsol- Unsolved Mysteries as a kid. Uh-huh. Starring Robert Stack. Shout out to him. If Shout he's out. still alive. I don't know if he's still alive <laughs> or not. Um <clears throat> Yeah, he, um, that's actually, like, someone wrote an article about Flight 19, and that's kind of the origin of the Bermuda Triangle, like, a couple of guys, like, that's where it got its start, Mm -hmm. was all about Flight 19, and yeah, they never saw those mofos again, bro. You know, they said that they people think it was just a compass failure that fucked with flight 19, and probably, yeah, he did say it was malfunctioning, yeah, and they were flying in the wrong direction. Then the storm came going on with adding to your uh, yeah, the wind and everything like those water spouts, I guess, pop up in the Bermuda Triangle all the time, too. That'd be crazy to see. Which I believe is just a tornado over water. Uh huh. But yeah, that's crazy. The is Bermuda like an island or something? Is that? Yeah, Bermuda is an island. Yeah. Um, used to be known as the Isle of Devils. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I didn't. Mainly because um, early islanders would go and rob merchant ships that sailed into the wrong waters. And so you'd get fucked up if you were close to it. 
But then the fucking British made it a holiday destination to escape the freezing temperatures. <laughs> yeah, I actually knew a dude from Bermuda. Really? Yeah, he just normal guy. Like he doesn't have like some fucking crazy ass face tattoos or no, he just normal guy. Okay. He didn't he didn't even have really an accent, just spoke really good English. Like Yeah. So shout out to Bermuda. I can't even remember his name. It's been so long. But yeah. I I used to that was the first thing I asked him. I think I brought it up in the last one. And uh, yeah, he just said people go around it. It's like not a big deal. There's <laughs> like people just go around it. It's not. It's like okay, thanks for ruining my childhood because I thought the Bermuda Triangle was a huge fucking deal. Uh huh. Sorry, I haven't swore the whole time. I haven't said dicks either. <laughs> here's a here's a pretty limp dick situation here. I don't know if I use that term properly. Um, you know, a, a good idea to put in your head. The re, a big reason why boats, a lot of boats and shit go missing in the area is because it is frequented by tankers, cruise ships, charter planes, and small ships. And it's also a really terrible area for hurricanes. So with all the heavy traffic going through there, it's obviously going to be common ground for accidents to happen or some bullshit to happen. Yeah. But I grew up thinking this was some fucking crazy ass paranormal motherfucker. So yeah, and there was the vortex that I heard about some guy flying through where, yeah, it didn't take him long. I, I really thought there was some crazy shit going on, which there could be. Oh, hell yeah. But, yeah, it seems like now, like, not a whole lot goes on. Not since the 50s. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's because technology is so advanced that the spiritual beings don't want to fuck up and have humans onto their asses. So they got to chill a little bit. So they're just laying in wait, like. There's too many cell phones right now. Everyone has a camera. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> the waiting for for the aliens to come in and fuck everybody up. So I did see uh, there is a lighthouse around that area uh-huh. on an island called the Great Isaac Key. And in August of 69, 1969, not the nice sexual position. but uh, the lighthouse was found completely abandoned and the lighthouse keepers were never seen again. Oh, shit. So I decided to do a little dive on the actual lighthouse and it, I'm pretty sure the whole island's just abandoned today. Uh Uh-huh. But they say it's haunted. It says it's... um, The spots where several bodies of water come together, the Grand Bahama Bank and the Straits of Florida both join with the Northwest Providence Channel here around that island. Uh And it says seamen 
Nice. Uh, say that there's paranormal stuff going on there. Um, multiple ghosts are said to haunt the lighthouse. The first one is a young boy who was eaten by sharks just off of uh, the shores. Uh, the boy was uh, aboard a supply ship traveling there and the ship wrecked and yeah, he was the only casualty, but got ripped, ripped apart by sharks. So that sucks. Damn. And then there's a gray lady who haunts the waters says everyone aboard the ship she was on died except for her infant son. And apparently on full moon nights, you can hear her moaning as she searches around the lighthouse for her lost son. Fuck that. And yeah, we should go there. You down, bro? For an island vacation with you? Yes. For <laughs> ghost hunting or some bullshit like that? It's a maybe. See, I want to get one of those spirit boxes, bro, that just like uses Ooh. radio shit and Fucking yeah, we'll have to do a dive on that before we talk about it because I cannot explain it right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, it says while you're there, just look for a flashing light to shine every 15 seconds and keep an ear out for moaning. Mm. She's looking for her son. That's kind of scary. That is scary. You know, it reminds me of the... La Llorona. Very similar. Actually, I I thought I was almost gonna see her last night. Um because I it was 9:30 and I go to walk my dogs around our apartment complex. And I've got like a little river right next to us. Um and it was dark. It was it was raining, it had stopped raining. Uh, momentarily so I we went on a walk and all I kept thinking was I'm gonna see a fucking lady in white hair I'm gonna see some bitch just chilling fuck this fuck this but it's my dog's favorite path to go through there because there's a big ass open field of grass before you get to the little river thing and the river itself you have to walk down a little hill to get to it so I just kept thinking there's going to be a lady down there or there's going to be a lady underneath the fucking bridge or a pig man or some fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and luckily nothing happened, but damn, was I kind of regretting that walk late at night. Oh, hell yeah. Um, that's awesome that you put yourself out there for your dogs, bro. <laughs> but uh, I did look more into the number 13. Um, it says that 12 is like pretty much a perfect number. So that's why they think it's unlucky as well. And another reason, and I feel terrible for women, like they shouldn't have to go through this, but 13 is unlucky because they have 13 periods in the year. (laughs) Damn. According to this. So, yeah, it's saying uh, 
It's uh, rooted in sexism. So, yeah, if you're an, if you're a feminist, <laughs> you probably don't believe in that last one. Shut which up! I know you are. Yeah, it's I'm hard a- being a woman. It is. Every month, I feel bad for my wife, bro. I I legit do. Like, if I could take it, I would. You know, that's what good husbands would do. Aww, you know, my wife jokingly said she wants to get some shit that um gives, like, I, I'll be able to feel what a woman feels during pregnancy or during like period cramps or whatever. Oh God. And she's like, I want to get this just so you know how bad it gets. And I just kept thinking, fuck, nope. I understand you have it hard. That's why I do a lot of shit for you that most men won't. You know what I'm saying? Jeremy sent me home from work one day. Um, Cause I was in so much pain. Like, having cramps like really bad i thought i was gonna die bro why are we having cramps bro i have no idea i don't know if it was something i ate but once i was able to get all the diarrhea out of my body um (laughs) so there is a legit reason why i should have not been at work but yeah i farted out all those cramps bro and felt like a million bucks oh fuck yeah that's the best feeling right there. Let's talk about the, this real important message here. As a man, when your stomach's full, when you got that shit just fucking rumbling in there, and you finally are able to sit down on the toilet and release that shit, no better feeling. Oh, my gosh. There's been so many times where it gets so bad, and I think I'm just going to fall to the floor and just diarrhea myself and it feels like i get a charlie horse like my sphincter starts charlie horsing bro have you ever felt that nope maybe i shouldn't be holding it well i hold mine in sometimes because i don't like using public toilets Uh uh-huh and so yeah there's been a few times where like i can't even walk because if i take any more steps or anything it's just all gonna fall out of me and (laughs) Then I have to find a new job. You just got to let it out, Randy. Sometimes I do, but yeah, it's... I feel like I could right now just like thinking about it. Like my butt's like, what are we doing this, butt? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yesterday after work, because I like to stay hydrated sometimes. Uh And I'm just sitting there in my office and I have this bottle of water there. So I'm just drinking it. Then I had to do some shopping and then it just hits me like as I'm shopping. And I'm just like, oh, no, I got to make it home. So I call my wife. I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to have to have have you make sure that no one's in the bathroom when I get home because I'm a planner, bro. I got to make sure I'm taken care of. I respect that. And legit, I get home. And then I start getting the sweats, bro. Like, and I'm like, breathing. I'm breathing like starting to feel it coming along because yeah, my daughter went into the bathroom like 
right before I was able to get in there and we only have the one. So mm-hmm. I was just like, Oh no. So I'm just like, I was like channeling. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like channeling white cog Gabe. Cause Ooh, I, I was yeah. just like, fuck, fuck. And just trying to hold it in. I did hold it in bro, but it, it was what I like to call a photo finish though. It started before I even sat down. <laughs> but it all made it in bro no mess to clean up nothing in my underwear it's been like two three years since i crapped my pants do you have a bidet no i would love one but oh. i don't trust my kids not to think it's a drinking fountain oh i see but i do have a shower. i think i've already talked about this i have a shower head that comes down and I use that when I take a shower. The bidet is life changing. Oh, I bet. So you have one? Uh huh. I have one here. And let me tell you, it is life changing, bro. Now, I went the cheap route and I got just a simple ass bidet, nothing crazy. Because there's, they've got some that's got like their speakers on that motherfucker. It'll, like blast you with hot water. Um, there's different functions. So if I'm if if my wife wants to get her other parts clean, she can. <laughs> you know, but so mine's just simple, just shoots water up your asshole. And it is fucking awesome. So is there just like an attachment inside the bowl? And it just yeah. it's pulling so, it right at so your butthole. It attaches onto the rim of your toilet. And you just hook it up to the water line on your toilet. Very simple. And you got a little remote on the side um, where you control the, the strength of the water. Because you got to start slow, bro. I did the mistake of just the <laughs> first time ever using it, blasting my ass. And... <laughs> fuck it it fucked me up dead i didn't i'm not even kidding it fucking hurt did it enter you i wasn't injured but i was like damn i i said entered did it enter enter. um yeah it (laughs) caused almost um what's that an enema is that what it's called yeah It, it was almost as if i got an enema so you're squirting water out uh huh so be careful with that. But other than that, bro, it makes pooping so much better. Wiping is, I I just do one single wipe and I'm done. I hate, I hate when, when like you just keep wiping and wiping and wiping and yeah, nothing, bro. nothing's going away. The, the Sharpie, the Sharpie wipes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hate that. Like, I do love a good no wiper, though. Not that I don't wipe, but you only have to wipe <laughs> once. <laughs> yeah, because I was telling my wife, because, like, I shower a lot. She's like, why do you shower so much? And I'm like, after a day, like, I was just like, I have butt hair. Like, I got to get it clean, bro. <laughs> But I think with a bidet, I could maybe go longer. I don't know. I like showering a lot, though. 
I still shower every day. No, nah, there's no excuse for not showering, bro. Come on. I I was, uh, oh my gosh, at work last week because they were all asking, why are you just leaving shit everywhere and not doing your job and then starting a new task? And I was like, there was a guy that smelled like he hasn't wiped his ass in like a month. <laughs> And he would not freaking leave. He was just hanging around. I was just like, fuck, you stink, bro. Get away from me. So, yeah, I went like well out of my way to avoid him. And, yeah, I, I just don't understand, like, why you would do that. You can't smell yourself. For real, bro. I wear deodorant, too. Do you wear deodorant, Carlos? I do. Um... I've lately been trying some of the spray shit, though. It's like a spray deodorant. How's that? I bet it doesn't work down there. I bet it doesn't work in Texas, bro. Bro, outside right now, it is so fucking hot. If there were ghosts that all they do is thrive off humidity, Texas is the spot. These fuckers will be everywhere. It is so fucking hot, Randy. When I leave work, it like punches you in the face, the heat. And I'm just, the walk from my work to my truck is the worst part of my day, hands down. Just because I get to my truck and I'm sweating, bro. Not because I'm heavier or (laughs) whatever, because it's hot as shit. And then I get inside my truck and it's even hotter Thank God my AC in my truck is fucking dope and it works real fast, but oh my God, I can't imagine people that got to work outside right now. I cannot imagine. Yeah, I have a buddy who does like lawn. Well, Bridger, he does like lawn shit, pest control, and he will be on the podcast next week where we'll be doing rituals. And by the way, I did watch The Conjuring 2. Because uh-huh. I've been watching all the Conjuring Universe movies. I didn't get to watch Annabelle Comes Home because HBO took it off. Fucking HBO. I know. I, I started it too, but I didn't know it was coming off at the end of uh, June. So yeah, I didn't get to finish it. But The Conjuring 2. Have you seen it? Which one is that one? Can you remind me? It's I might have- the Enfield Haunting in London. I don't know if I have. Oh, my gosh. It is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen, bro. It actually got me to jump a few times, bro. Really? Yeah, You. it even got my wife, and she's stone cold. Like, shit like that doesn't scare her at all. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this one. Oh, my gosh. It is so good. You got to watch it. It's the scariest one so far? Um, It was so good. Really? So fucking good, bro. And... Yeah, it kind of has me rethinking because I want to play a Ouija board with you. Oh, God. But, like, that's kind of what sets it off is they just have this, like, homemade spirit board. Uh-huh. And that just sets it off, bro. So maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> but, yeah, Bridger will be doing some rituals next week. He also wants to talk about Bigfoot. So okay. I was going to... I was going to try and research some 
scary ass shit for Bigfoot. Fucking a, bro. But right now, I want to talk about the USS Stein. It's a ship in 1978. It was a Navy destroyer escort, mm-hmm. and it was doing operations in the Pacific Ocean between Acapulco and Ecuador. And it encountered something extremely large. And yeah, I don't think they saw anything. But yeah, the ship began to experience a bunch of technical difficulties. And yeah, their sonar just failed. And so they were just like, we got to go to port. And when they get to port, the ship was dry docked. And when maintenance teams went to take a look at everything, there was like a lot of damage to a rubber coating that wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. It says over 8% of the service was covered in deep cuts and gashes, oh, shit. scrapes. And within the deeper cuts, um, they discovered large curved hooks that were like very similar to uh, hooks found in suction cups of like large squid. Mm-hmm. And these hooks that they found were almost five times larger, five times larger than any known squid. So yeah, they repaired the sonar and everything, collected all the hooks for study. And yeah, they confirmed that the hooks were large unknown type of giant squid. Mm -hmm. Official measurements of the hooks, as well as the gashes believed to have been created by the suction cups revealed that the size of the creature they had come from had to be upwards of 150 feet long jesus and the known squid at the time the colossal squid only grows to like 46 feet damn bro yeah and the second largest giant squid is 43 feet max so yeah, they're wondering what the hell attacked it. And they think it's some kind of new squid. So yeah, they that 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 was just a crazy ass story that's fucking real that I came across that I wanted to talk about just because we're talking ocean and stuff. I heard a uh, back when I was I had to have been maybe 15 or, or 16, but my family and I, every year we would go to Mexico and we'd try and spend at least a few days at, in the beach. Um, and I distinctly remember we went out and we paid a guy to take us on his boat, kind of out bordering the open ocean. Um, and he took us out there and he would tell us the story of these giant squid like creatures that they see and, and I guess he was like a fisherman or something and he had a nasty ass scar on his arm and he says that he thinks it was a giant squid that got his fucking arm and I'm gonna have to see if I have a picture because I, I took a picture of his arm this was back when I had my iPhone 5. Um, and 
it I just thought it was so fucking crazy. And I took a lot of pictures of that trip. But he says that there were some really scary waters up, scary creatures out in the waters. And so it does not surprise me that there's this fucking huge ass monster just in that fucking water. Hell yeah. I, I think down there they have the Humboldt squid that's not even like that huge, but they're like known for attacking people and shit. The Humboldt squid. Oh shit, yeah. Have you ever heard of those? I haven't. I just Googled it now and holy shit, yeah. Yeah, they'll rip your dick off, bro. Shit, with that big ass beak that they got. Ugh. God damn. Thanks. They're the size of my dick, bro. The beaks are? The whole squid. The whole squid? <laughs> it's a pretty big squid. <laughs> now I'm scared of it. <laughs> damn. You can't trust shit with tentacles, though. Oh, hell no. Like, I've, I've even heard of, like, people trying to catch octopus that are a little too big for them and they almost drown because they oh shit they just attack them they're just like the fuck you doing man oh did you want to talk any more about bermuda or do you want to get into something creepy hit me with the creepy shit randy so I found another paranormal game. Uh, this yeah. one's called Charlotte's Web, also known as Charlotte's Mirror. And yeah. So the details behind Charlotte is Charlotte Webster was a seven-year-old girl who lived in the 1400s. Uh -huh. Her mother was accused of being a witch and was burned at the stake. Oh, damn. The young girl watched her mother die in agony and escaped into the woods. Um, she didn't really have any means of surviving. Legend said that she died in those woods and was picked apart by animals that came across her body. Mm -hmm. And it says essentially the game will supposedly allow you to conjure up the spirit of little Charlotte and have a chat but you gotta follow some rules of course so things you would need is flashlights however many you need to see and it says don't use flame of any kind no candles lighters um charlotte's mother was burned at the stake so she doesn't want to see any fire bro damn and then you want uh, some kind of a toy, uh, something you think that Charlotte might enjoy. Like as a gift? Yeah, it's like an offering. Because, yeah, you want to make her happy. Right. In some of the stories I've heard, people use like Barbie dolls. Mm -hmm. And uh, that she seems to like those. Sorry, I had to burp. I. <laughs> Took a sip of beer. Oh, hell yeah. I'm drinking a Michelob Ultra. My wife loves those. And uh, the other things you'll need are two chairs, a small table, and a mirror. 
So you want to set up in a room without windows. And yeah, windows, if at all possible, if you don't have access to such a room, you can just cover the windows up. So no out light, outside light can enter the room. Uh -huh. Set up two chairs facing the same direction with the table between and slightly behind the chairs. Uh -huh. And then the gift you're offering to her, you put it on the table. Then you put the mirror in front of the chairs so you can see yourself. So maybe you play with two people. That's why you have two chairs. Uh -huh. Set up the mirror so you can see the table without turning your head. When everything's in place, turn on your flashlights and turn down the lights in the room and walk back to your seat in the chairs. Then in unison, you say with your partner, we want to play Charlotte's Web one time only. Oof. Since there's only one time, I'm just going to say we're not playing this game. Nope, never. We don't have a mirror. We don't have a gift. Correct. Oh, we didn't say it at the same time, so I think we're good. Um, <laughs> unless you want to try it. No. Okay. I don't. So it's a practice ahead of time to make sure you're really in sync with each other. Then you look into the mirror, keep your eyes on the reflection of the toy and wait. It says, don't be afraid. Charlotte can sense fear and she won't come to you if you're afraid. So that, that rules you out. We're not playing this game. <laughs> it says eventually Charlotte will come into view in the mirror. If Charlotte takes the toy from the table, then she is pleased with what you have brought for her. For her. Mm -hmm. She likes to play and is naturally curious. So at this time, you can take turns asking her questions. <clears throat> it says, don't be rude and do not, and this is uh, in bold, do not turn your head to look behind you or at the table. You can only look in the mirror. Jeez. When you have finished asking questions, you can then close out the game as explained below. If Charlotte does not take the toy from the table, then she is unhappy with what you have brought her. Remember, she is a child and she will throw a tantrum and the level of her tantrum is only elevated by the fact that she's also a spirit. Immediately close the game. And how you close the game... Well, don't look away from the mirror and in unison say goodbye, Charlotte. If you have successfully closed the game, Charlotte will slowly wander from view once she is gone and only once she is completely out of your view, you can turn around and look behind you. Um. You can now stand up and turn on the lights in the room and the game comes with a warning that you should only play it once because you do not want to draw the attention of Charlotte so that she decides to stay. Uh-huh. What? Now it has some warnings. I stated numerous times throughout this explanation, do not at any time look away from the mirror. Don't look at the person with whom you are playing the game. Don't look behind you. Don't look at the table. This could anger Charlotte. And again, her temper tantrums could end in injury or destruction of property in your house. 
So yeah, that's how you play. Jesus. I did hear a couple of stories of people who did play the game. And some of them were just like, yeah, it was a good experience. She was just really happy. She liked the Barbie that we had for her. And I can't really remember the questions, but I did hear about a story where she did not like the gift. And so she screamed really loud, uh-huh. like so loud that it really hurt the people playing. Shit. Like it hurt their ears. Uh-huh. So yeah, like and those were the only uh real stories I could find about We actually went through that like really quickly. I thought it would take a little longer. No. Anything with kids or ghost kids or shit like that. That's always the scariest to me. Why? Why? Yeah. Because you don't know what these fuckers are going to do, bro. (laughs) That's the problem. Apparently she'll just play with the toy and answer some questions, bro. Nah. Fuck that. What's the point? I might as well just get a Ouija board and fuck all the steps. Just try and communicate. I'm not doing it. I don't want to do it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I definitely don't think. Uh, I think I might try this one, though. JK, <laughs> this one sound, sounds scary. I don't. I don't need that. You don't need that in your life, Randy. No. So I did find a story on Reddit Uh of people playing. And the question they asked is, uh, how old are you? It says Charlotte scrunched up her nose for a second and then confidently said seven and a half. Her voice was high pitched and loud, but at the same time, it was like she whispered into my ears. Crap. What was that behind you, bro? Nothing. Oh my gosh, it was like a black figure. No, don't. Oh well. I don't think you got to worry about it. Fucking Randy. Oh my god. Oh, and he's pointing his finger at you? Who is that, bro? Are you joking with me? There's nobody there, <laughs> Randy, you fucker. Now I'm getting goddamn scared. Cuz I'm home alone now. My wife's at work, so I'm just fucking alone with the with these stupid ass dogs that keep barking at who knows what. You know, since you're alone, you could play the one man hide and seek real quick. Nah, if you wanted. That's okay. <laughs> I I appreciate it, Randy, but that's okay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> God, so then, the, then this guy he asked. Uh, sorry, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl. No, no offense, or they or them. Right. Exactly. Um. They asked, where do you live? And it just says, I got goosebumps when she pointed to the mirror. God damn. Fuck. So then the friend asked if she had a favorite color. Um, She held up the Barbie doll. So I guess they gave her a Barbie doll. 
and gestured to its magenta dress and shouted pink. She talked with such energy and seemed genuinely happy to share her thoughts. Um, then they asked, how did you tear your dress? Mm-hmm. She frowned and shrugged her shoulders. Then it says, it just has a question. Maybe she didn't realize she was dead. Oh, shit. Then her friend asked if she liked talking to people through the mirror. Uh-huh. Charlotte gave a huge grin and nodded her head. And they felt a wave of happiness. So maybe you're just making a little girl happy, bro. You're not going to play this game. No. I don't give a shit, bitch. Hell no. Did you just call the little girl a bitch? Nope, I did not. (laughs) The action of me doing that. I'm calling me a bitch. Sorry, little girl. I'm calling me a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Says after they asked more generic questions, like what did she like to do? They decided to end the game. And it says Charlotte looked a little disappointed, but she waved goodbye and walked to the side until we couldn't see her any longer, but we could still hear her small footsteps. Less than 10 seconds later, we couldn't hear anything and the game was over. Damn, bro. It says it was a scary experience, but left them with a warm, fuzzy feeling. What? Yeah. Nah, no way. Yeah. Holy shit. Hello. That, pretty cool. that, one, that one creeped me out. Yeah, I don't ever get on Reddit, but it's just a Reddit story. Oh, fuck. Dude, we should play it, bro. At your house. <laughs> I'll just tell my wife, hey. Got to go to Texas real quick. <laughs> Hang out with Carlos. Have Bridger play it. He'll enjoy it more than we will. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> that was cool, like, finding, like, an experience where actual people played. Yeah. It's badass, bro. But that that almost makes it scarier because it, it seems a little bit more believable. Oh, yeah. That that should actually happen to somebody. You know? Hell yeah, bro. God damn. Oh, I just saw something in your glasses, bro. Is there something no, in front of you now? It, it's just Kevin. Kevin? My widow Kevin came to comfort me. <laughs> he could sense you were scared. He looks so, like, uh, nonchalant, I guess. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I'm just sitting here. I'm not going to make eye contact with Randy at all. Is he shy? (laughs) Yeah, he is. But I'm glad they're here because at least I've got these fuckers to protect me somehow. (laughs) I Like, this is what I imagine, like, when you get home. I imagine your dogs just come running up to you and you're just like, that's my dogs. Yep. Is that pretty pretty similar? That's exactly it. So our um our bedroom door 
actually almost all the doors here the hinges are pretty shitty and so at a certain point the door will close on its own um not paranormal or nothing i've tested it i know it's fact but yesterday i come home and widow maudi which is my pug was out on our balcony and sorry they're starting to play fight and they make a lot of noise but um my widow maudi was on the balcony and kevin was <laughs> locked in my bedroom crying like crazy and we have a little dog cam set up so while my wife and i are at work we can see them through the camera and turns out kevin's dumbass went and grabbed a shoe that my wife had put so that the door stays open grabbed the shoe and moved it subsequently causing him to be locked in the room for a few hours so and that just shows how smart Kevin is. But he's a great Boston Terrier. Did he crap all over the floor? No, thank God. That's good. No, he has a problem. He still has a hard time going outside to use the bathroom. We have a little doggy door, so he has a hard time doing it. But um, thankfully, nothing happened. But they're my saviors, bro. At night, any little, any little fucking noise, Murray will just get up and start barking. Um, thank God, because at least I got somebody protecting me at night. How's his behavior around 3 a.m.? Uh, quiet. He's sound asleep. So that's good, I think. Uh, maybe. You know, I lately, I still wake up in the middle of the night, but I don't look at the time anymore. And I found that if I just wake up and not bother looking at the time, not bother looking at my phone, I end up just falling back asleep fine because I assume it's some other time. But even my wife lately, though, she, she's she been waking up roughly 3 a.m., and so she made the joke the other day, are we cursed? I said, no, we're not cursed. Probably. And then our dryer or our washing machine, she says, wasn't working no more. And then she woke up and our fridge was turned off for some reason. And that's when she kept saying, we have to be cursed. We have to be cursed. And I told her, no, there was a lightning storm last night and it probably just like made the power go off and on real fast and real fast and it tripped the breaker or something or the washing machine. It's just because we had an irregular size load in it apparently and that's why it wasn't working right. But there's always I'm all always constantly just trying to give myself explanations as to why this is happening. It's definitely not a ghost. It's definitely not a spirit. It's definitely a little little fucking girl that lives in a mirror. <laughs> God. You know, something I've been waking up with lately is a huge boner. <laughs> like, so I'm starting to wonder what's going on while I'm sleeping, bro, because I wake up and it's so hard, bro. You wake up with the rager? Yeah. 
Shit, bro. What's going on at night? I have no idea, but I'm starting to get scared. I'm not afraid to hold my feet over the edge of the bed now. Oh, really? What changed that? Because I just feel like I'm, if I'm hard, I'm safe, you know? <laughs> and I'm just so hard while I'm sleeping now. So, like, I've never had that happen before, bro. Like, and all of a sudden, just waking up raging, bro. So, this is a, um, a public safety announcement. Is that a public service announcement? If you're having trouble sleeping at night because you're scared of something... Just have a raging boner. Because honestly, like, would you mess, like, ghost or not, like, you have some decency. You come in, yeah. You come in trying to scare somebody and they have a raging boner. You're going to be like, oh, that's fucking gross. And you're going to leave. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I would. There are some that might not, but I would leave for sure. There was one time and, I hope this scars you because it's. I still remember it. I had an apartment and I was walking past the bathroom one day uh-huh. and my roommate's in there just like trying to pee with the door open. Uh-huh. And he just says, hey, Randy, check out my huge boner. And I look over because like he said, hey, Randy, check out. And I look over and yeah, he's got a boner just standing in front of the freaking toilet waiting to pee and i'm just like oh thanks for that buddy so gross god now you're bringing up memories randy and oh you have some boner memories (sighs) there was i don't know there was one time i used to play very amateur hockey back when i had recently graduated high school um, and it, I went to go play with them, some hockey, me and my buddies. And in the locker room, we were done, right? We had, we, I think we were just playing for maybe an hour and a half. We're all in the locker room changing. I only knew two of the guys there and there was maybe 12 guys total and they're all getting undressed, but I am too, right? I mean, Nice. I'm used to getting undressed in a male locker room. It's, it is what it is. But what I'm not used to is when the guys are like flinging their flaccid dicks. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm bent down, right? Untying my skates. And I, I like move my, I tilt my head up, still bending down, undoing my laces. And I just see dick waving right in front of me. <laughs> And I was like, oh, you fuckers. I don't know you guys like that. <laughs> and it was cool. Everyone was fucking doing it. And um, there was only one shower. Um, this was at a rec center. Um, not a rec center. <laughs> it's more like an ice rink in, in, a, in a place in Utah. And there's only one shower. And everyone was going to want to, they wanted to take a shower, but no one wanted to take a turn. So we all just got close enough to the water as we could to take a shower. And I was just like, it's cool. Cause it's just, the, it's just the guys, 
You know what I'm saying? We, we just played hockey, which is very manly. Now we're just taking a shower as guys. And I will never forget that. Just thinking to myself, I don't know any of you fuckers. And you're swinging dick like it's nothing. Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. That's just a little random story that popped up in my head that I blocked out for so many years. That takes me back to sixth grade, bro. Oh, oh shit. Sixth grade. I remember the they had a little meeting in the PE. They were just like, you're going to start getting hair on your groin under your arms. <laughs> and guess who was the bald bitch who had no hair anywhere? It was this guy. I had no pubes, nothing, bro. <laughs> And so, yeah, I was self-conscious about it because they would make us take showers after PE. Uh huh. And I'll never forget, like, me being self-conscious. And I remember I pissed off, like, this is a two-parter. I pissed off this guy because he had big, big titties, like <laughs> fucking hangers, bro, like big old tits. And I had recently heard that it was some kind of disease and you're, he was going to die. So I told him, like, thinking, oh, I got to help this guy out. Uh-huh. I was like, I heard it's a disease and you're probably going to die. He oh. got so mad. because <laughs> I thought I was helping him out, but I was just, he just had big titties. I mean, <laughs> fairly certain he's still alive. So I'm guessing he didn't have whatever disease I had heard of. I don't even know if it's real. I was sixth grade, but all these guys are in the shower. And yeah, I looked, I'm like, they have pubes. I'm not going in yet. And all of a sudden I hear, holy shit, he's got a boner. No. And somebody had a boner in the shower. And this poor guy. Cause that was sixth grade, junior high. And he can't, he was at the same school all the way through high school. And everyone called him boner boy from then on the poor guy, Damn, poor guy. But honestly, like no one ever questioned like who the fuck was looking at his boner, bro. Right. Shit. Like, cause I remember that somebody yelled that, but yeah, that poor guy. And his boner. Jesus. It's not a good time to get a boner. What if it was like a like a fear boner? Right, right. He's just like, oh, I don't have any pubes either. <laughs> I, I remember that was really, I was just like, oh, I'm not even a man. <laughs> but I can say I have a lot of pubes now. <sighs> I got butt hair. I got the whole nine, bro. My taint's covered. <laughs> How you looking, buddy? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have a lot of beard hair, so... Um... Are you like a werewolf, bro? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm relatively hairless. I'm trying to grow out the mustache. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, it's kind of been, like, really poking out on the left side. Oh, yeah. But nothing grows in the middle, though. 
That's because it probably rubs off from all the friction, bro. <laughs> Randy, stop. <laughs> Shit. You know I'd be in a... What's that burger called? Um... You've been eating fur burgers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I just got really lightheaded. Yes. Fur burgers. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a joke from uh, Parks and Recreation where Ron Swanson, like part of his mustache or something was gone. And he had just recently gotten back with his ex-wife. <clears throat> They're like, why did you shave it that way? He's like, it rubbed off from friction. <laughs> Which is a good one. I just recently started watching Parks and Recreation again. I fucking love it. Yeah, I love uh, Aziz. Aziz, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's... But I've always liked Amy Poehler. I got really into her when she's on the Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I've heard heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, super funny, weird-ass shit. Like, I love sketch comedy, though. It's kind of my jam. Really gets me hard, bro. Is it safe to say you got a bony right now? No, it's it's pretty shrivelly. (laughs) So small, bro. It gets so small. You would be surprised at how small it gets. (laughs) When the time's right, it knows what's up. That's all that matters. Yeah. It, you know, all that matters is when the time is right, it's there to shine. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it it does a good job. I, I'm definitely, I'm happy with it. I mean, uh, I'm not going to lose 30 pounds because I don't want another inch, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm cut too, so. Since, oh, since we're shit. talking about it, I mean, I mean, might as well bring it up, bro. Shit. I don't have an aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> Not packing around an anteater. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we went we went from um Bermuda Triangle. To then, she started with Bermuda Triangle, and now we're on circumcision. I am proudly cut, bro. Hell yeah. Be proud, bro. Do you still have loose skin? (laughs) Yeah. You do? Uh Uh-huh. Uncut, bro. Raw, Raw daddy right here. (laughs) <laughs> I have the story. Um, now, I don't think my wife listens to the podcast anymore. So I can say this story. Um, and to those listening, never bring it up to me. But there was one time. Maybe Did I tell this story? I don't think I did. But I was having adult fun with someone back when I was young, late teens. 
and my skin, the tip of it <laughs> ripped from my my weenie. And the amount of Randy, do you know how much blood there is when you have a full-on erection? <laughs> And your foreskin is ripped off from the tip of your wiener. I can't even imagine, bro. I mean, I, I got at least a couple of pints going down there. Bro, it was bad. But I didn't feel that. I mean, I felt I didn't feel the pain. I feel oh. something else, but I didn't feel the pain. What did you feel? Uh, pleasure. Okay. Well, that's but good. We turn on the lights and I vividly re- remember saying, um, this is kind of awkward to say, but I vividly remember saying, it's really wet. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl at the time says, yeah, it is whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. We talk about something else pillow talk we turn on the lights you might as well have cut my fucking legs off with how much blood there was oh my gosh all over me all over her all over my bed blood was still just pouring out of my dick oh my god she is like paralyzed at this point in fear literally paralyzed bro and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Because I don't feel pain. I'm not feeling no pain. And I run to the bathroom, try and clean myself off. And sure enough, the the tip of the dick or close to it, the foreskin is still attached to it in a way. But it literally got ripped. Oh. And so that's where the bleeding was coming from. Oh, fucking hell, bro. I, I was like, do I go to the doctor? Do I go to an instant care? Do I go to the ER? I lost a lot of blood. This girl, I have to drive her home still because I drove her to my place. So I'm thinking, damn it. So I cleaned myself up and I mean, I, what, I didn't know what to do. I didn't go, I didn't say nothing to nobody. Obviously until now, but um, the girl was traumatized, Randy. Um, I only saw her for a few times after that. And I think I'll always be known to her as the guy that she ripped his dick off. So at any point did she think like, oh, I have my period or whatever? No. It was all just like. So what did you just what did you just look look at her and say, hey, you should probably get tested? Um. Well, I knew I was clean, bro. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. That would be a horrible thing to say. <laughs> Such a traumatic freaking. <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I was just like, I'm sorry. I don't really know what, you know. what do you say? I don't know. I didn't say shit. 
I just kept telling her it's fine, it's fine, I'm okay. And I really was. I wasn't in pain. I wasn't none of that. Even after I went flaccid, no pain or nothing. But it was, I think it was just the initial shock factor of there was so much blood. So I, I drove her home and she was like bawling the whole time, crying nonstop the whole time. And I, and I, we get to, she lived with her parents. We get to her parents' house and I was like, all right, well, thanks. It was, it was good. I guess I'll see you later. (laughs) And I dropped her off and the craziest shit, bro. So what did you do? Just put a bandaid on the son bitch? Nothing, bro. I just let it be. Oh my gosh. You didn't even clean it? I cleaned it. I got in the shower once I got home and I like, really cleaned it i got some alcohol and i put alcohol down there still no pain with the alcohol um a little bit of tingly but no pain oh dicks are tough bro hell yeah like a rock but then i had to wash my sheets and all this shit before because i also still live with my parents i was still a teenager Fucking but, hell. Oh, shit. yeah that's yeah, a crazy uh, crazy i contemplated story. going to see a doctor about it but i thought it's just my skin it's cool as long as there's no fucking gaping holes in my dick i'm fine so i like how your dog growls as soon as you say gaping holes in my dick yeah he wants me to pick him up oh okay but god i don't that's the craziest dick story i think i've ever heard yeah, I'm hitting the listeners with the dog dick story last episode, and I'm hitting them with a personal dick story. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Yeah, bro. I would have been freaked the fuck out. I would have been like, I got to get tested. It was scary. I, I would have been way freaked out. I was. Have, you, have you ever had a scare where, I don't know, we'll get into that another time. But yeah, that that's a good way to end it, bro. That I don't know where we go from there. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Thanks to the listeners for listening. Yeah. Shout out to Ireland, whoever's listen, listening over there. Shout out to you fuckers. Thanks for listening. It got up to 3%, but now it's dropped back down to 2 Like That made me sad. I was really yeah. hoping to gain a following over in Ireland. Ireland fuckers are pretty cool. Hell yeah. All right. If anyone enjoys this, share with your buddies, especially your grandparents. Hell yeah. Your church leaders. Yeah. Your bishops. All of them. All right. We out of here. Peace. I got to go take a dump right now, bro. All right. Cool.